Welcome to the Chat Club Podcast, where you are not alone in your mental health journey. It's okay that you're not okay today. Where discussions on mental health challenges like anxiety, grief, interviews with people that deal with challenges in mental health. Also, discussions on positive coping mechanisms, positive motivation, self-help, a little hope, and thinking creatively. Remember, there's only one rule in Chat Club. Everybody talks about Chat Club. Take a seat, relax, and listen. Here is your host, Alan Hilchey. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Chat Club. This is Alan Hilchey. I haven't talked to you in a while, but I'll get some updates on my new put. Well, I got some, um, I've just reached 6,000 listeners. That's pretty huge for me being a single podcast, doing my own thing and trying to help people out. So I guess I'm starting to trend a little bit, but that's pretty cool. Pretty excited about it. Now, today's episode, I'm going to look at, it's going to be number 46. We're fastly approaching number 50, which is pretty epic for me because you get little badges on Podbean. So, but I do have a congratulations on 5,000 downloads. Now we're at 6,000, so thank you for all being supportive and thank you all for sharing this because this is what it's about. It's about sharing people's mental health challenges, sharing coping mechanisms, sharing a lot of stuff. So I'm pretty thrilled with that and I'm really excited. Um, I'm really going to work on some interviews coming up. Um, There's going to be some pretty epic stuff with the you know i'm going to be talking to someone that uh, does a lot of different things in his life and another person as i get going i'll probably go on facebook my facebook page and probably update don't want to give away the surprises you know what i mean so here we are number 46 and i really thought that i go on low low self-esteem um i battled this really throughout my life um and i just want to share some stuff and when i was reading it a lot of it attuned to me you know six seven years ago like really like my self-esteem was that low like so self-esteem is when someone lacks the confidence about who they are and what they can do and everybody struggles with it they often feel incompetent, unloved, or inadequate. People who struggle with low self-esteem are constantly afraid of making mistakes or letting other people down. And that and that statement's there, they're vast, because everybody has self-esteem issues, and that goes with people that are popular, rich, poor, it doesn't matter. Having self you know, self-esteem issues can be detrimental to your health and negatively affect your personal and professional relationships. And there's many reasons why you have low self-esteem. Where you grew up, other life circumstances have played a role. Major factor of low self-esteem comes from your own mental state, your inner voice. Um, talked about it before about being negative and working on the negative stuff when you wake up in the morning. Thoughts in your head. Constantly telling yourself you're not good enough or worth anything. Is there any evidence to contradict this? Absolutely is in your life and you just have to find it. Negative thinking in general is linked to low self-esteem and self-worth. So these are key components in this battle with low self-esteem. So signs of self-esteem 
of low self-esteem. There are several signs, either you or someone you know could be struggling with low self-esteem. And those signs do come with, for instance, sensitivity to criticism. If you have low self-esteem for extra sensitive to criticism, whether it's from others or yourself, it's it's pretty you're very sensitive because your self-esteem is already fighting it and when you get criticism it only reinforces what you think and constructive criticism and criticism criticism is someone taunting you and teasing you and going on about it constructive criticism is what what you need to correct um, maybe your behavior or the choices you make so another sign of low self-esteem is social withdrawal, withdrawal. Declining invitations to go to the party, meeting up with friends, canceling scheduled last-minute plans, generally not wanting to be around others, are signs of low self-esteem. So you may not have the desire to hold a conversation about your life because it will reinforce the depression and the anxiety you're already experiencing. It makes total sense. So when you get into social withdrawal, you just isolate yourself, and isolation is always not the best course of action. So we have to remember this. Hostility is another one. For someone with low self-esteem, lashing out or becoming aggressive towards others is a defensive mechanism. If you feel that you're about to be exposed or criticized, attacked, whomever might criticize you can be a sign of low self-esteem. So hostility, and I had that several years ago when I get hostile with people because they were criticizing me, looking down on me, and I'm like, I already beat myself up. I mean... You know, knowing my marriage wasn't going good, it's brought some of these feelings up. Excessive preoccupation with personal problems. I just talked about my marriage and this. Here we are. <laughs> my ex-marriage, by the way. Um, consistently working with your own personal issues takes up a lot of time for someone with low self-esteem. You may struggle to help you know, emphasize with someone else's problems because you're too preoccupied with your own. So you're not a real good friend. You, you focus on these problems. You, like you're just tunnel vision about your problems and your self-esteem. Physical symptoms. Low self-esteem is shown to lead to mental and physical health issues like depression, anxiety, anorexia, anorexia. And it also can lead to unhealthy habits like smoking, alcohol abuse, or drug, drug use because you don't want those negative feelings. So when you use and you become an addict, then what happens is those problems go away, but they're only short-term, remember. because And that's when you get an addict because they consistently want to not remember. So that's another sign. Another is identifying trouble, troubling conditions and situations. So take a moment to think about certain conditions, situations in your life that always seem to deflate your self-esteem. So for instance, it could be giving a presentation or dealing with family difficulty member um, or a friend or life-changing event, loss of a job or a move. So I mean, identifying the conditions and situations can be a cause of low self-esteem too, right? Losing a job, I mean, not good enough, so you're going to beat yourself up. So those are another thing to be aware of. Another one is 
become aware of your thoughts and beliefs after you have identified times in your life where you felt your self-esteem was low elevate your thoughts about them and how you were interpreting what happened these thoughts can be either positive negative can be neutral based on the facts irrational or false ideas if you take a moment to notice what you're thinking you can begin to understand whether or not your reactions to what has happened are appropriate and useful so that's another thing is uh, not a symptom but it's more of a coping mechanism to, to self-evaluate yourself and is it the appropriate reaction and there's a rule that hockey candidate uses if an adult adults are bickering or a coach and a parent there's a 24-hour rule that we have to think about it and think about the pros and cons and and that way, when you do that, there's no negative feelings or things that, out of anger you're saying. Okay, so we're going to go into challenge your negative or inaccurate thoughts. Well, it's important to ask yourself whether your thoughts are consistent with the facts or logic. There can be another explanation for a situation that is truer than your, your interpretation. Sometimes it's hard to break from long held beliefs that have become about you know part of your reality you know every day understand it can take time and patience to overcome any negative preconceived notions towards your life that you build up on so challenge your negative thoughts or inaccurate thoughts like you know I didn't I'm not a part of the team because I'm terrible at this or whatever you have to challenge yourself on these thoughts because you need to. Another thing you can do is, and these seem to be coping mechanisms, right? Adjust your mindset. You're being able to identify these times where you've felt self-esteem issues. So you start to become aware of how and why have your thoughts and feelings towards those events. Now you can take a step back and you can analyze those thoughts and emotions. You have the power to change your thought patterns and to raise your self-esteem. Remember to think and feel hopeful statements. Focus on the positive aspects of all situations. Not to be afraid to relabel upsetting thoughts. Most important, don't hesitate to forgive yourself. No one is perfect. Everyone makes mistakes. It doesn't make you a bad person. It just makes you human. So these are some of the things that I've kind of come across. And with low self-esteem, I mean, that's going to cause some depression, some anxiety that you're already experiencing. So you have to find ways to really work at dealing with the, you know, dealing with self-esteem issues. So, I mean... All these different things, the physical symptoms, uh, dealing with low self-esteem, this all becomes a part of it. And we all deal with it in our life one time or another. But just remember, you're better than that. Just because somebody's criticizing what you do doesn't mean that you're doing the wrong thing. Maybe they're having a bad day. Maybe their self-esteem is low. So that's why it's important to realize and to change your mindset, challenge yourself, adjust your mindset, adjust it. 
And that is just for your health. So you don't get the depression, the anxiety, and, and the isolation. Because this is all it comes from. The self-esteem stuff. And you don't want to do that because the simple fact is, the more you hurt your self-esteem, the more you stay isolated. So, and that's the biggest thing. Low self-esteem creates anxiety, stress, loneliness, and creates the likelihood of depression. Who wants to go there? I know you don't want to be there. I know you want happier things. Well, guess what? There is happier things. You just have to change your mindset. You have to write down the things you can do, what you can do. You know, you're not feeling that you don't deserve treats. Not thinking much of yourself, criticizing yourself, eager to please other people, feeling self-conscious, avoiding challenges or trying to be perfect, apologizing a lot, feeling unable to assert yourself, focusing on your own weaknesses, blaming yourself. That's low self-esteem. So we need to things to build your self-esteem worth. So we need to one, keep daily small promises to yourself. So don't jump from A to F. Do small goals, obtainable goals. Because the obtainable goals are ones you can go back on. Say, yeah, I accomplished that. Making your bed when you get up in the morning. It's a simple task, but it's positive. So saying no to something you don't have the energy or desire to do. You know, why put yourself in a place and be a pleaser all the time? And that becomes boundaries. Boundaries are you need to have boundaries. Number three, speaking your truth. And speaking your truth. So, I mean... Speaking your truth is basically, you know, talking for real. Be honest about your feelings. You know. Another thing is create boundaries in your relationships. And this is how you become more self-empowered. And going back to speaking the truth is witness how you speak about yourself. It's an inherent conditioning. It is your inherited condition, I meant to say. So, I mean, practice saying no without apologizing. Because you don't need to apologize if you don't feel like doing something, then don't do it. You know, you need to create boundaries and regularly encourage and show gratitude towards people that impact you. Don't let your friends always bring up your self-esteem. Bring theirs up. You feel better. You have to, with low self-esteem, and I'm going to tell you a story back, and this is personal. So, I played senior softball. I am not a small dude, never been a small dude, maybe when I was in high school. But and when I hit my 25, because that's where it all goes to heck. Um, so, I was a little bit old, well, I won't say, well, I, I mean, I was a big guy. But I was, able be, I was able to play senior baseball in New Brunswick, which is, for a guy my size, probably not something you're going to see every day and play regularly and hit the ball and play left field because um, I don't want to say I'm a freak of nature, but I've heard other people say that. But 
And that's just with everything I do, I give it 110% of everything that I do because I feel it's important that in a team atmosphere that I need to do that for my teammates. Not only for myself, but for my teammates. So several times we played in Moncton, in the city of Moncton, and the fans were brutal. They were, and this was in the, for 11 years I endured this, no, not really. I would say probably eight. So every time I'd go to Moncton, I'd have, the fans would have signs about me, uh, Hilchi, the canteen and the arrow would be pointing that way. And the amount of inappropriate talk towards me was, it was pretty bad. Um, not going to lie to you. Um, at that time, I mean, I'm working corrections and then I have somebody yelling, you're a fat, whatever, hang up, the, you know, good, you know, just, and I get it. It's fans. I get it. But they were targeting something to me about my body shape, which was really depressing. Um, depressing, uh, pretty upsetting because I tried to exercise and then and the negative thoughts would creep in. I didn't know how to manage myself then, so I thought, "Oh, the heck with them! I'm this size and I can still do what I do. I'll show them." And I remember hitting some home runs and getting some big hits and kind of winking at them and egging them on. Because that's all I had. I didn't know how to cope with this sort of feelings of inadequacy and the low self-esteem because I definitely did have it. <laughs> and here I was playing senior baseball, being one of the better hitters in the league, and I have self-esteem issues. Wow. I never, never would have said that out loud when I was playing. Heck no. I'd say, oh, I'll show them. And I did. But it still affected me down the road because it affected my job and how I was. And I was night shifts I'd eat and munch away. But how do you get yourself out of the, that hole? And, you know, I tried exercising for years and it's just a shift work and I'd have more excuses. And my negative self-talking just came out. But through all that, I'm going to tell you right now, um, I never let that define who I am today. Those experiences were negative as hell, and they hurt. And I didn't have very good self-esteem because as soon as I had one bat at bat, it blew the game for me because that's the way it was. At time, There were some times where I was just tired and, and, and life was tiring. And I remember getting some hits and having some real bad anxiety, like panic attacks, getting to second base. And I had no understanding what what these feelings were. I thought it was normal to, to, to feel this way. I mean, it's normal. Now, coming to realization that doing my podcast, that that's furthest from the truth. Man, that's some bad shit I was going through. And not once did I ever think, you know, it was bad. <laughs> it hurt. Made me feel sad. 
But I was alone doing this. Because that's what men do. Goes back to my last podcast that why are men silent? Specifically for that reason. Do you think if I was upset and cried, do you think I'd want how many people would make fun of me? That's just like ten years ago. I would have made fun of them. Teammates probably would have looked down on me. I, I don't know. I just don't know. And that's the feelings that you have when you have that low self-esteem. You're spinning your wheels in the dirt and you don't know where to go. Well, I'm here to tell you. Here I am today. I'm working on my weight. I am down weight. I'm watching what I eat. I mindset myself mostly every day. Just having a bad day, I have to... Today I went to the gym. Today I went and did my elliptical for 34 minutes and I felt fantastic. And to top it all off, I went for an 18 minute walk with my partner just because she needed to get a walk in, so I did. And my whole mindset tonight is very positive. That's why I'm on here tonight doing a podcast because I feel really good. And I want to share that. I want to share my... My good news with you. And I want to show that you can get out of this heap of barrel darkness. Because, as I said before, there's hope. There's hope out there everywhere. You just got to find it and look hard enough. You know, the one thing that you do, that's good. And build on that. Build on every little thing. Because I got to tell you something. I never thought I was worth it. I never thought I was anything good and I thought I was an ex-softball player in that when you start thinking positive things become better people mag- you're, it's almost like a magnetism towards good positive outcomes and smiles because you, people just gravitate to people that are very positive and very it's you know very positive when they're speaking and they hold themselves well. And people love that. People want to emulate that. They want some of that spice and that happiness and the smiles and that positive energy. Why can't you do it? Because I know you can do it. You just got to dig deep enough and there's got to be enough hope. And there's little things around that every day that will just surprise you. Like something in the sky I seen tonight was a rainbow that was emulated by crystals. And there was no rain. Man, it was cold means winter's coming. But out of that sky, that kind of made me smile, made me happy, like to see something. So getting back on my story of, of softball, it's not one of the things I really like to talk about, but I think it was important to address that because that was a lot of bad shit going on in my life with work and pretty close to PTSD and watching young people at risk harm themselves and there was a lot of bad stuff I was going through and here I am today witnessing and being a positive voice knowing what I knew then I would have done a lot quicker I would have tried a lot harder but life is what it is and you have to understand that there's a path Sometimes it's rocky. Sometimes it's smooth. But you have to adjust. You have to slow your speed down in the bumps and take your time. Because that's the rough patches. 
that's why you stop or you go slowly. Then when you're happy and positive, you can just zoom. Wow. What a great analogy. I just thought of that. Anyway, I just want to talk about the low self-esteem and I wanted to go on about it. And I didn't know that I'm like quite a bit here, 24 minutes. But I just want to tell you that you have it in you. You're not alone in this journey. There's many people that suffer with low self-esteem. There's several celebrities. There's athletes, professional athletes, teachers, doctors, lawyers. We all deal with it. But here's the thing. You can go slowly over those bumps, work on yourself, manage yourself, find that coping mechanism, start reading books, start journaling, and you can get out of this funk. And you can be who you are. Love yourself. Look in the mirror. I look in the mirror and I love myself. I do. Because I'm happy. Because the only thing that I'm going to change is maybe my size of my body. But that's something I have control of that I can do. And I can do it not do it. But I'm still happy whether I was that other weight or not. I'm coming to a solution that I want to stay on the earth a little longer. So I have to work on my health. And that's, that's a goal. And that's a positive goal. Not an easy goal. But today, I went to the gym. Today, I made that decision to go. Because once you get to that gym, the rest is easy. Go walk on a treadmill. You don't have to go hard, but you're there. Then you pick your pace up as you go. Go three or four times a week, at least. So this comes to the end of my podcast. I hope this all made sense. I kind of jumped everywhere. I just have a lot of passion when I talk. And I really want to help people. And my listeners are very important to me. And I really want to focus on finding ways of healing yourself, uh, challenging yourself, and being who you can be and be the best version of yourself. Because at the end of the day, you only have one life to live. So why not work on those things and make your best life? Thank you for listening to Chat Club. And I'll be back another day. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Chat Club podcast with your host, Alan Hilchey. Please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Google Play or where you download your podcasts. Be sure to check out Chat Club podcast on Facebook and on Instagram. Remember, there is only one rule in Chat Club. Everybody talks about Chat Club. Be sure to catch our next episode.